Last week, I learned a new German word. For those of you who didn't get your degree in German, it literally means before Christmas dress and roughly translates to the stress of the time before Christmas. German is great when you only want to use one word instead of six. All week, I've been thinking about this before Christmas dress, and I can especially feel the pressure during this hectic time of year as a clergy mother. Most vicars will tell you that the lead up to Christmas is not only one of the busiest times for the church, but also one of the most stressful times. And I think any parent with young children will agree that there is far less magic than there is stress at this time of year. Vicars and parents are all so busy preparing, preparing for extra services, preparing for extra food, preparing for extra visitors, preparing for extra excitement from what seem like eternally wakeful and watchful children. And Advent is meant to be a time for preparation, so perhaps all this preparing could be a good thing. If only it wasn't all so stressful. And then, of course, there are also people who can't even face the thought of preparing for Christmas. Last year, I remember being so caught up in my personal grief that I cried when we put up the Christmas tree. And there are countless people in similar situations this year. People who have lost someone they love. People who have lost jobs. People who are estranged from family. Right now, there are countless people struggling to make ends meet, to keep homes warm and bellies full. There's so much uncertainty around the world with wars and famine and disease. On top of the personal pains, there's so much collective stress and collective trauma, especially from these past two years of isolation and navigating new normals that just feel incomplete particularly if someone is missing from around the Christmas tree. But today, the third Sunday of Advent, is Gaudete Sunday. Gaudete is the Latin word for the verb rejoice. More specifically, it's the second person plural present active imperative form. Now, with my background in languages, please allow me to briefly geek out about how important this form of the verb is for our understanding of what this Sunday means. Firstly, second person plural is to say you, as in all of you, every single one of you is included. Next, present active means it is something that is happening right now at this moment, and it involves you doing something, not just passively experiencing it. Finally, the imperative form is the command form, So to properly translate the essence of the word Gaudete, I would say every single one of you right now needs to actively rejoice. That is why the third candle we light is for joy. Because as it is written in Philippians, we are called to rejoice in the Lord always. In today's gospel, we see John the Baptist in prison, eager to know if Jesus really is the Messiah. I wonder how much joy John felt at this point. How much rejoicing was he doing? John had preached repentance in the wilderness, eating locusts and honey, wearing camel's hair. John was convinced to baptize Jesus, although at the time he believed Jesus to be the Messiah and therefore did not feel worthy to baptize him. Now John is sat waiting in prison. 
waiting for the kingdom to be restored by the chosen one. With all this waiting, it seems John is losing faith that Jesus is the Messiah because he sends messengers to ask whether or not Jesus is, in fact, the Messiah that he's been waiting for, the one he's been preparing for, the one he's called for others to follow. But John doesn't get a straightforward answer from Jesus. Then again, I don't think anyone ever gets a straightforward answer from Jesus. With all this waiting, a whole life of waiting, John has understandably lost some patience. And I would expect that he doesn't feel much joy, especially being in prison. Regardless, we are commanded to rejoice in the Lord. Because through Jesus, the blind receive sight, the lame walk, those who have leprosy are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the good news is proclaimed to the poor. Is this not reason to rejoice in the Lord? Surely this was reason enough for John the Baptist to believe Jesus Christ was truly the Messiah, that Jesus was worthy of all the preparations and worth all the painful waiting. And in this season of waiting, a season that can be stressful and painful, we too can learn from John the Baptist that good things do come to those who prepare and wait. It might be hard to see it now, the new kingdom that Christ will bring. It might feel overwhelming to be waiting on the world to change. But although Advent is about waiting, rejoicing is active. So at this time of waiting, we are not called to passively wait for the kingdom to come. We are instead called to actively rejoice in the Lord. To rejoice now means to show great joy and delight, but traditionally it is to cause joy to someone. To rejoice is to bring joy to others. To rejoice is to actively bring the joy of Christ to all who are waiting for his kingdom to come. On this third Sunday of Advent, I say to you, rejoice in the Lord and bring joy to the world.